Yes, everyone, welcome back to another episode of Facts versus Rhetoric. The sultry tunes of Buckethead to start us off on this uh, fine, sunny Wednesday afternoon. Thank you very much for joining us. Today, I wanted to take a look at the masks. And I feel like they're going to be trying to make a comeback here with all these cases of the vaccinated people going through the roof and just, you know, they they know what happens when they scare the shit out of everyone. So I wanted to go over the masks today. And hopefully if I do my job, you'll see that they're pointless and should not be used to combat COVID. That's kind of the, the whole goal here. So let's take a step back. What is the problem? We have a spreadable virus that we need to contain. Okay, so their solution was masks and social distancing to reduce the spread. The outcome, no noticeable difference between transmission of the virus with masked or unmasked people. Their mask and social distance solution to their problem has not worked. So where did we go wrong? Well, we didn't follow the science. We didn't follow the tried and true safety protocols when addressing the problem. We went on what sounded good instead of doing what has worked in the past. If we follow the science, then the politicians would lose out on their control and their power, or more importantly, their donors would lose the ability to profit from the fear, right? If we followed the science, we'd come to the realization that we need engineering solutions, not political ones, right? Engineering solutions don't require government control. Right, the control was but from their donors, right? They fed bad information and science to justify their actions, right? The the PCR procedure, the censorship of science, the censorship of the dissenting voices. As you can probably deduce from my wanting to be left alone by the government, I'm not a fan of government regulation, especially being a small business owner, right? More regulation equals less profit, more headaches, more inefficient operations. I'm not a fan. However, in the case of PPE, you know, personal protective equipment, and quick fun fact, masks are not PPE. Just throw that out there. But in the case of PPE pertaining to helping with COVID, it will be the government's own regulations and 70-year track record of industrial safety that exposes how the government response is ineffective and asinine. Today, we're going to take a little dive into masks. And what's crazy is it's not an overwhelmingly journey through highbrow science and medical nuance. <laughs> it's actually right up my alley because in a previous life, I was a technician with training in indoor air quality. I'm a fucking indoor air quality expert. And what is indoor air quality? Well, it's basically the filtration and humidification of the air, right? You clean air with the correct humidity level based on the season. Pretty basic, right? But what's funny is as I'm researching this topic, I, I'm realizing I already knew all this shit. So I guess that's a good example of how a hysterical approach to a topic can cloud your existing knowledge. I think that happens to everyone during this fucking clown show. There's just so much fear and bad information being thrown around that you know you spend your whole day fighting the battle cries of the misinformed, you forget how life was like before this. You forget what you knew before this, right? That includes all of the things that we've accepted as fact prior to a complete rewriting of history once everyone lost their mind in 2020. Now, personally, I haven't worn a mask unless the small business 
I was patronizing required it. And I only did that out of respect for the business owner whose liability is what he was worried about. He didn't give a shit about the masks. You have to cover your ass. So I get that. And I respected that. I never subscribed to the mask thing for two reasons. First of all, F you. <laughs> right? Like, I'll be the judge of what I do with my body and my clothing, you know. But also, I understood air filtration from an HVAC standpoint. And once you realize that a filter that filters out all of the contaminants in the air wouldn't allow enough air to go through it to air condition your house or to heat your house, you quickly realize how pointless a mask is, right? There's an old saying in the filtration game, dilution is the solution. If you're dealing with the air in a building, the best way to clean and filter the polluted indoor air is to bring in fresh air to dilute the contaminants. And it's easier to bring in fresh air and get it to a certain temperature for the building than it is to constantly recycle the same air through the filters, right? So if you look at the traditional playbook for the industrial hygiene from the National Safety Council, which has been around since 1950, their engineering solutions has always been to dilute and to destroy. Filter the air, you dilute the air, and hopefully you can destroy whatever pollutants are in there, if you can. Well, Nick, what are we filtering? Well, another great question that needs answering. Because at first, it was surfaces, right? Spray the Amazon boxes, sanitize your hands, bump fucking elbows, don't, don't touch anything. Then it was droplets. Hey, put your mask on to stop those, that micro spit, you know, from, from spewing all of each other when you're talking. And now the scientific evidence suggests COVID-19 particles are mostly small aerosols. So here's where things get interesting, right? Virus droplets fall to the ground in minutes. So that's, you know, when you're trying to solve a problem, that's no big threat. Aerosol particles, 99.9% .9 of them, that are less than five microns take an average of 50 days to fall to the ground. Yep. So on average, that dangling Rona stays suspended in the air for an average of 1200 hours before finally falling to the ground. I love this stat because all the people that were like, well, I will leave my house to go to the grocery store or, and I only go when it's not busy. So it's, I'm not at risk. Well, it's not the people that you can see in aisle five. That's the risk. It's all the people who used aisle five in the past 50 days. So you can see why the dilute and destroy solution is so important to actually address the problem. Okay, so let's reset. Our problem we are now trying to solve is that we have an aerosol virus that we need to contain and minimize the spread. Fair enough. The way we have always dealt with this scenario according to the National Safety Council since 1950, is first, you substitute or eliminate, which we can't do, right, because we can't eliminate the COVID. This would be like if you're dealing with a hazardous material, you eliminate that material and you use a different one. Can't do that. So the next one down is engineering controls, dilution, destruction, containment. And below that is administrative controls, like limit time in the exposure area. That makes sense, right? And then below that, at the very bottom of the hierarchical pyramid, is PPE, which is respirators, not masks. Masks are not even on this list. So what does OSHA say in regards to COVID? Well, on page one, they say, we recommend you wear a mask. You flip down to page six, and then it says, oh, additional considerations for PPE. Surgical masks are not respirators and do not provide the same level of protection to workers as properly fitted respirators. 
cloth face coverings are also not acceptable substitutes for respirators. So again, typical government shit. They tell you the thing up front. Hey, we recommend you wear this. And then you go further in the document and they're like, well, don't wear it because it's not going to do anything. Respirators are sealed. Masks are not, right? That's the biggest difference. When, we, when you hear respirators and masks, you have to think sealed or unsealed. You can't use an N95 mask to work with asbestos. On average, asbestos particles are 50 times larger than COVID particles. And that's important because it shows how the fear, hysteria, the rhetoric, the politics makes the facts and the science hard to access. Like no one, I mean fucking no one wants to mess around with asbestos. I would get in so much trouble for sending workers into a basement to replace a boiler that had asbestos on it. And we didn't follow the proper procedures. You know, you have to hire a special company that's certified in asbestos abatement and they show up in fucking hazmat suits with full PAPR full face respirators. Now, I don't know what the hell a PAPR respirator is. So I had to look it up. I put the link in the description. Spoiler alert. If you're thinking about picking one of these bad boys up, it's 2,600 bucks. So take, take a look at what this thing actually looks like. And they're telling you to put on a cloth mask to stop particles 50 times smaller than asbestos. People, this is so stupid. <laughs> right? Like All I could think of was Joe Pesci and my cousin Vinny when he runs up against stuff that is this asinine. Regular. Instinct grits? No self-respecting southerner uses instinct grits. I take pride in my grits. So, Mr. Tipton, how could it take you five minutes to cook your grits when it takes the entire grit-eating world 20 minutes? I don't know. I'm a fast cook, I guess. I'm sorry. I was all the way over here. I couldn't hear you. Did you say you're a fast cook? That's it? Are we to believe that boiling water soaks into a grit faster in your kitchen than on any place on the face of the earth? I don't know. Well, perhaps the laws of physics cease to exist on your stove. Were these magic grits? I mean, did you buy them from the same guy who sold Jack his beanstalk beans? Uh, objection, Your Honor. Objection sustained. Are you Mr. sure about Tipton, that five minutes? Ignore the question. Know. Are you sure about that five minutes? I don't know. I think you made your point. Are you sure about that five minutes? I may have been mistaken. <laughs> oh, that's fucking great. No self-respecting Southerner uses instant grits. Well, no self-respecting person should use a mask either. I just love that, right? Stop wearing a mask out of respect for other people and have some self-respect and acknowledge what the facts are and what works, right? And someone gives you shit about a mask, educate them. Share this podcast. Share Stephen Perry's videos, which I'll link in the description. And if they act like that guy on the stand and my cousin Vinny, whose answer to a scientific question about physics was, I guess I'm a fast cook, and then they get all upset, well, spoiler alert, you don't need that person in your life. Oh, but Nick, it's my mother or my brother or my cousin or my friend. Listen, I don't care who they used to be, right? <laughs> like right now, they're under the influence of fear. And they're like drug addicts. You can't reason with them. So don't sacrifice your self-respect to appease them. 
All right, let's get back on top. The asbestos example is great to have, but let's take a, a closer look at the mask scoreboard, right? So we talked a lot about microns, so we should probably get into that. Microns are, are a scale to measure things that are very fucking small, right? So visible dust that you can see, like if you look out a window and the sunlight's coming and you see that dust flying around, that's 50 microns, okay? A human hair, about 70 microns. The thickness of a sheet of fucking paper, about 100 microns, all right? So you got, you got your head wrapped around the, the, the scale here we're talking about. COVID particles are 1,000 times smaller than a cross-section of human hair. Can you fit a human hair between your face and your mask? Under your eyes, on the sides, underneath your chin? <laughs> of course you can. So what is the mask going to do with the particles 1,000 times smaller than that? Well, Nick, it stops it from spreading because uh, the mask keeps it con contained in, in an area, and then when you social distance, so people won't get exposed. Well, remember, we already covered this. It's aerosol, baby. That shit's floating around for 50 days regardless of your face diaper. Well, yeah, but Nick, it's, uh, it's an N95 mask. Oh, is it? Oh, so not only are you gullible, but you're bad with money, too. I don't care if it's an N950 mask. If it's not sealed like a respirator, it is pointless. Well, Nick, mask studies have shown, yeah, yeah, yeah. The N95 mask study, where they glue the mask to the mannequin or to a board when they test it, yeah, that, that mask study, well, the N95 mask that's glued to a mannequin or a board has a 46% effectiveness rate. Do you glue your mask to your face? Well, no. Okay, so then it drops down to 3% effectiveness if it's just worn. N95 mask not glued to your face, is 3% effective. <sighs> People, the science doesn't change 180 degrees several times in two years. Just think about that for a quick second, right? The CDC guidelines, wear a mask, don't wear a mask. Well, we're back to wearing masks again. Don't wear a mask, wait. All right, cloth masks don't work, so we gotta wear N95 masks. That's not how science works. Scott Godlieb, the former FDA commissioner, and now, Pfizer board member, that's weird, he told us cloth masks don't work when he was on Face the Nation on January 2nd, 2022. And then the CDC follows up on January 14th saying, no more cloth masks and 95s. I put that interview in the description. Just watch it. It's hysterical. Watch the Pfizer board member gaslight the parents into thinking kids are at risk. Why the F are we having Pfizer board members on the news being interviewed to tell us about an issue that they sell a solution to. Oh yeah, our next guest is the former director of the American Dental Association and now sits on the board of the Mars Candy Company, uh, Bill What's-His-Nuts. Hey Bill, uh, cavity cases are, are up among adolescent kids. What should we do? Well, Karen, we are seeing a big spike in cavities and that's why we're recommending kids take plenty of candy to school to keep their teeth healthy. Our double-blind placebo group tests show eating candy can protect you from getting cavities and spreading them to your friends and family. Oh, great, Bill. Thanks. Now a word from our sponsor. In these uncertain times, you need a candy that can keep you safe. Brought to you by the Mars Candy Company. Again, people, have some self-respect. 
Don't listen to the Pfizer board member tell you you need a product, their product, to be safe. Well, Nick, the uh, CDC recommends N95s now because new data is always coming in, right? That science is always changing. Whatever you got to tell yourself. According to 3M, the company that makes the N95 masks, it says right on there they're not designed to be used in children. Also, another great little nugget from OSHA is you can't give someone a mask without assuming the liability, right? If you're going to make somebody wear a mask, there's a whole fucking protocol you got to do. You got to fit test it. That person has to be medically cleared to wear it. They have to be trained on how to wear it, and they have to be trained on how to replace it. I'm sorry. Are we doing that to our kids? I know we're not doing it to the adults, but... How about the kids? How about the most sacred fucking age group of our society? What are we doing to them? Do your kids go to, uh, are they getting fit tested for their masks? Or are you just pulling it off the fucking rearview mirror and getting it to them? Are they getting medically cleared to wear it? Has all your kids gone for a physical to see if they're fit enough to have their breathing restricted for eight hours a day? Was your kid trained on how to fucking wear the thing and not to touch it, not to fiddle with it? And they trained on how to replace it after how many, you know, days or I don't even know what the hell the criteria is. And, and, I, and if I don't know it, I guarantee your fucking eight-year-old doesn't know it. You guys on a, a mask replacement schedule at home? Is it on the calendar? Or is that kid just whipping out his fucking lucky mask that's stuffed in his backpack when he goes home? Again, this makes no sense, but we already knew this. This isn't new. Why, why adults are wearing a mask is fucking beyond me. But the kids, holy shit, man. We are fucking our kids up with this shit. Reading and math is down 12 to 15%, their comprehension. There's a 23% uh, reduction in learning. On February 8th of this year, the CDC moved the goalposts for learning. They were lowering the, like the bar on where your kids should be at certain ages because... These kids are so behind because of the masks. Again, 94% of the teachers say it was made communication more difficult. Yeah, no shit. There's 1,226 papers on masking. 27 of those papers are just papers on adverse effects. And five of those papers are specific adverse effects to kids. And that's just the educational loss. What about the mental health effects? Well, they're in the health effects. Remember, we just went over what you had to do to make somebody wear a mask. That shit's not being done. Masks do not work to stop the spread of an aerosol particle. We've had the government guidance on industrial hygiene for 70 years. I, I, I can't believe that government regulation has proven the government's propaganda to be false and misleading on purpose. Because they can't say they didn't know. They wrote these fucking guidelines down. These laws have been on the books since 1950, people. This isn't a new arena for us. Air, masking and airborne um, risks and dangers have been around forever. This isn't new. We already have a playbook for this. We've already done the studies. We've already established what we should do when this happens. But since everyone's lost their fucking mind, eh, we're just going to... Keep doing what they tell you to do. Like the irony. Like, whoo. Let's chalk the masks up to what they are. At best, a political hoax to keep us scared and compliant. And at worst, we'll probably go down as the one of the greatest, you know, pollutants in our ocean of all time.
you know, you had one point six million masks ended up in the ocean in twenty twenty. So if the microplastics don't kill us from the ocean, it'll be that fucking N95 tuna roll we'll all be eating for the next decade. (laughs) 